Welcome to Ridge to Ridge Outdoors podcast. Based out of Southern California, we talk hunting, tips and tactics, the outdoors, and everything in between to help our fellow hunters find success. Brought to you by Victory Archery, the carbon arrow experts. Supported by schoutdoors.com, the largest Southern California hunting forum. Sponsored by Archery Geeks Custom Strings. Use promo code RIDGE15 to save 15% off your order. All righty, guys. Thanks for tuning into another episode with us. Uh, today, me and John, we got one of our good buddies, Bud Walker, with us. He's a... He's a long-time friend. Yeah, long-time Art. friend of John. You've known Bud longer than yeah, I have. Yeah, ever since he... I don't know, probably four years or so. Yeah, yeah. right about there. Something. Yeah, like right four around... Five, and four or five. Yeah, maybe four, maybe even longer. Yeah, I've known him for a few Slight years. Longer. Yeah, maybe when you started coming into the shop. and Yeah. Bud, how long have you been shooting bows? Well, for steadily for the last four or five years. Okay, so yeah, then you guys met right when you first started shooting, basically. Well, yeah. I, I picked well, it up a long us. time ago, oh, but okay. put it down. All righty, well, Bud, just go ahead and just say who you are, just, what you're all yeah, about. Just give it. Well, my name's Bud Walker. I'm a, I guess you can say I'm an archer. You are. Yeah, you um, are an archer. You are an archer, bro. I've, I've shot with you. Yeah. It makes yeah. you an archer, just in case anybody's ever wondering. And I want to break into hunting, and that's uh, one reason why I... You know, took to John because he said he would, you know, show me the ropes, yeah. and then Brandon came along, yep. and, and you said the same thing. So I'm, I'm at that point where I'm, I'm ready to go into the field. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's super cool because John, John, a few years ago, kind of had a thing for helping, like paying it back. Right? John's been hunting yeah, his whole life, and he wanted to pay it back from a young yeah, age. I've been trying to figure out how to right what you do. I mean, after after the guy goes to hunter safety, what do you do with that individual? Right. And especially here in California, it's like. Nobody knows what to do unless you get with somebody. And I was like, well, I kind of wanted to turn it into a business, but then I found out this wasn't really going to work. And there right. was a lot, lot more hurdles to overcome rather than just go hunting and show somebody hunting. Yeah. There was, there's legalities and all kinds of things. And it was just. Last thing you want to do is get sued. Exactly. Yeah. Well, even not even that. I didn't want the government to come after me, yeah. you know, and all that was, stuff. Yeah, it was a nightmare. So basically, John, so, is, you've always wanted to pay it back. Yeah, I wanted, you know, pass it on. But then we we can do it by just friends going hunting type oh, yeah. of a thing. You know, I can guide you on what you should do. Get right. your, you know, hunter safety. You get your license. Got so, it. We can show you how to get your tag. I'll show you what tag that I want you to put in for. Okay. After you know, when we're done. So. Yeah. Or, and, we, or, or, I don't know. Yeah. And, and or all, whatever. Basically, is it's your way of basically paying back. I've never necessarily been in that position where I'm like, yeah, this is what I want to do. It's just kind of naturally kind of falling in my lap. Now, granted, I haven't been hunting my whole life, bud. Obviously, you know that. But I cut my teeth on birds, right, shooting upland game and, and waterfowl. And then I transitioned into big game and fell in love with it. Now, that happens a lot in the in the hunting community as just like a starting point. That's typically what people will do. They'll pick up a shotgun, go shoot some doves or, or whatever. You're, you're kind of going from like an end that I didn't go from, right? I didn't start from picking up a bow. I, I just picked up a gun, got my license and went from there. But it all, for me, it's weird to see it all transpire. Like between you two, the chemistry you guys have and talking about it. And it comes from a place of like experience when you're talking to John. Whereas if I, I feel like if I was to, take you under my wing. I can only show you what I know when I'm still learning. Not that you don't ever stop learning, but you see what I'm saying? I can point no, you in the I right direction. I totally understand. 
But what you also have to remember is you learn more from multiple people. Yeah. What I don't learn from John, I might learn from you. That is true. Yep. You, know? you can learn something from everybody, yeah. regardless of you liking them or not. Right. Just remember that you always can learn something from somebody. Absolutely. So or from everybody. Me and John, it actually the the question actually came in yesterday. We had actually already had you on the schedule to come on to talk about just being a new hunter and getting involved and wanting to figure it out and that kind of stuff. But we actually got a question and yeah. uh, it came in yesterday. And, and, then, and it's a perfect question for this situation. Let me load it up. And uh, it'll be, a, you know, a great, yeah, guess, a, yeah, great a, a great answer, I think, with especially information coming from you. Right. So we, we actually got a question off of SEHoutdoors.com. And it, it basically says, I'll just read the whole thing for you guys. So it basically says... Uh, Hey, Brandon, I've been following the podcast since early days, and I'm really enjoying the new format with John. Keep up the keep the new episodes coming. They've been helping me stay sane in quarantine. Uh, the question I think here it comes, it says, I had a, a podcast idea slash request for you. I'm looking to extend my hunting season and opportunities by picking up archery. However, I have never held a bow, don't know anybody in my circle that hunts with a bow, and don't know the first place to start in terms of equipment. It'd be cool to hear an archery one-on-one podcast that covers some of the basics in terms of equipment, cost, etc., and what a beginner should be looking for in a first-time setup. And then at the bottom, it just says, uh, any recommendations on SoCal archery shops located in South OC, but willing to drive. Perfect. That's like a perfect question for what we can talk about right here, right now. Exactly. So, I mean, where do we want to start? Well, I mean, I think, uh, start at the, we should start, uh, at the beginning? Yeah, like what? Yeah, how did you get into it? Let's yeah. hear your story. You know what, bud? Uh, let's, okay, we got, this is it. We got Bud's story of how he got into archery first. Yeah. We'll, we'll start there. Well, a long time ago, <laughs> um, I was at a Ted Nugent concert over at the Orange Show. And uh, during the middle of the concert, he, he pulled out his bare bow and he set an arrow on fire and shot it across the crowd onto the back wall of a picture of Saddam Hussein. That'll tell you how old that is. That, that's amazing. If you guys don't know, that's from the 90s, early 90s. <laughs> and I, I saw that and said, shit, I need to get me a bow. You know, so I, I did. I went out, looked in the recycler. I found a PSE compound bow with wood limbs. Uh, I think I spent 100 bucks or so. And then I just kind of taught myself on, on, you know, in the backyard. And it kind of went away. And then um, roughly like five years ago, I decided, you know, I, I want to pick it up again. So uh, I, I live here in Paris, and, and I looked for a local shop and, and went down, and, and I ended up buying a bow off of Craigslist for like 100 bucks, and went, you know, I'm going to give it another shot. If I don't like it, you know, I'm out 100 bucks. Uh, found Faith Armory, where I met John and, and, and you, mm-hmm. and... Uh, Started shooting and went, man, I, you know, I like this. So I, I jumped up to my next bow because this one was just a little, little piece of crap. And I ended up getting a Defiant, a Hoyt Defiant. Okay, that's when you went to the that. Yeah, that was 2015. Yeah, I think it's the first year they came out, maybe. Yeah, you got, you got one of the first ones. I got the test bow. Yeah, you did. You you got the test bow. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Or the, the uh, was it the... 
It was the Tespo. Yeah, no, it, not it, but te- it isn't the nah, Tespo. What, it's yeah. the uh, what do they call those things? Um, promotional bow. Kind of yeah, the promo bow. But there's the other word for it. I don't know. I always uh, called uh, it either the. Pro- I think it was the promo bow. The promo yeah, bow. Yeah, but yeah, you got you ended up with the promo bow. Yeah, with the limbs that say "I am defiant." Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I kept with it, and I went. You know, I, I want to learn a little bit more, and I also wanted something to bring my son into, so we can have some father and son time. And we tried everything from golf to, you know, bowling or whatever. And and I'm not about to sit on my butt for two or three hours and play video games. Right. So I I, I wanted to learn more. Um, I started listening to uh, Joe Rogan's podcast and he had on John Dudley. And I think that was the same time that that he got into it. So I looked up John Dudley and, and he has all this information for free. Right. For for archers and hunters and, mm-hmm. and, and all that kind of stuff. And um he has a a series called um Archery one oh one. You know, and it goes every way from holding the bow to the release right. to, to everything you possibly can do. So I was self taught. Right. In depth too. Way in depth. Yeah. And you know, I learned enough to bring my son into it, then you know, that's when he almost killed you, John. <laughs> that, that is a Dude, fun, that's a funny story do we need to tell a story yeah, why of downrange let's, let's tell the story of that well I, I think you should tell it because you had the first hand at it well I used to work part time and used to help out at the, the bow shop at down there at Faith Armory and uh, we were in there I, th- I was setting up the targets for either the Girl Scouts were coming in somebody like that or was coming in and, and uh, Bud and Alec that's his son, but we call him Carl. His so, name's so, Carl. Yeah, we call him Carl. So Bud and Carl are in there, and they're shooting, and Bud's out at the desk and doing something. And I'm setting up these targets, and, uh, you know, for the Girl Scouts. And all of a sudden, you know, my head's down, and I'm, like, you know, stabbing the targets into the back stop and, you know, setting them up. And I just hear this, like, <laughs> I'm like, well, what? I was like, oh, what the hell, whatever. And <laughs> And then I think it was the second one when I finally – I was in a position and I seen I seen the arrow like coming at me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like I don't remember what I said exactly, but I it it, it wasn't as bad as what you said to him. Well, you weren't family <laughs> friendly when you said it. <laughs> I think it was something along the lines of what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Meanwhile, Carl's me, 13 at me, the time. My, yeah, Carl's probably 13, maybe then. Yeah. Yeah, 12, 13. And the kid, his eyes, when he saw, he made eye contact with me, he realized what he did. And yeah. I think you saw from a distance, and your eyes got big too, and realized what was happening. And it was, you know, it was a mistake that he made, but. That he's never lived down? No, it's, you know. Yeah, he shot two arrows at me, but whatever. <laughs> I and, survived. And that officially was my introduction to you. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Was, yeah, I mean, yeah. We, we saw each other, you know, at the range and stuff before. You might have been at Animal League, maybe. One we didn't even have Animal League then, I don't think. No? Okay. But that's how we started talking, yeah. is because my son almost killed you, and I wanted to make sure you were okay and you didn't want to kill him. Well, the, the add to that story, my kid ended up paying that one forward because he shot an arrow at George. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. But this was prior to and, me, guys. Yeah, or and I this, snatched yeah. Ethan up so I dragged him out into the parking lot so quick. 
Yeah, Did a little child abuse? No, I just read him the riot act and like, you know, you don't need to cry about it, but look, when somebody's downrange, you do not draw that, you do not knock an arrow and draw it. You know, he, he, he got excited. So I was like, well, now I know what Bud and Carl were going through. Yeah. yeah so, well, unlike yourself, I picked the middle of the range to do it. Yeah. You did it right there in front of Jesus and everybody. Yeah. Well, that's okay though. You know, uh, but you know, so but going back to the question is the way I started is you got to find yourself a good local bow shop. Yep. Right. With, with people out. you trust. I mean, yeah. and that's one reason why I stayed at that bow shop was, I believe his name was Matt. Yep. He, uh, he sold me that defiant and he goes, look, I'm not going to upsell you. I'm not going to downsell you. This is where you're at. This is what I suggest. And he could have sold me a $2,000 bow and I probably would have bought it. Yeah. That so, was, that was, a, you know, f- for the most part, I would say that they were, they would sell you what you either wanted or what you needed, not, you know, like you don't, you know, four thousand dollar target bows or some shit, you know, right. right? And that was a good thing about that. So, you know, and plus at your local shop there, you you get to meet people that oh, yeah. that, that can help you, mm-hmm. like like you yep. too, and you know, there you can learn so yeah, much. Yeah, you, you run across all kinds of different archers, hunters, and everybody, and everybody just starts, you know, chit chatting and yeah, you know, and just start networking stuff and everything like that. But to go back to the guy's question, what I would do first is find a shop. Yeah. Go to that shop. The clo- start. Just start at your closest one first. Yeah, and give it. And a- start working your way out till you find what you need from those individuals. If yeah. they aren't helping you, or they're trying to sell sell you too much stuff, then go somewhere else. I think. I think one of the part so, of the questions was too is like, what what do you need? Because well, as a new archer, you don't know what you need, right? So you don't well, even yeah. know if you're getting sold well, too much. Find a shop that does have a range, and you can test you know, the different brands of bows and don't settle on, you know, if that shop only carries two or three brands of bows and you've, you know, they don't carry the ones like you've heard about and you said, you know, you want to try a Matthews and this guy doesn't have a Matthews. He has only say prime and bow tech or an elite or whatever. Right. Right. So, you know, find, find all the shops that have all the bows you want to try, go shoot all the bows that you, you know, want to shoot. And then, Start, you know, do your research, start reading. There's so much information oh, on yeah. the internet. You can just Google for days on. Absolutely. Yeah, but sometimes there's so and much where it confuses you. It well, does. But, you know, you get to shoot them first and then start looking at what you want. And then, you know, then you're seeing the price points too. You know, the basic bow, or not the basic bow, but your basic flagship bow, bare bow, is going to be about a grand. Yeah, that's so flagship. And, and that's, that's the top of the line. You so know. until this is like where I kind of look at it was because when I, when I started thinking like, Hey, I want to get a bow after, you know, I went back East with my family in Michigan and whatnot. And I was like, I want to get a bow. I started asking them questions. Right. And they're like, Oh yeah, you know, bow tech's a great bow, Matthews, all this stuff. So then you start looking, but really you're looking and like the first thing that draws you to a bow is like a visual aspect. Like, is that a cool looking bow? Oh yeah. The way right? it looks. The way it looks is like, oh, that's so cool. But just because it looks cool doesn't mean it'll sit good in your hand. But it actually takes you a while to realize what a good shooting bow is. You know, if you if you're comparing apples to oranges, you're gonna know. But they're all so close, you know, for the most part, depending on obviously dry draw cycles and whatnot. But if you're if you're starting out, you don't know what a smooth draw cycle is. You don't yeah. you know you what I mean? You don't know what, you know, this the, the back this back wall is, you don't know what that back wall is, you don't right. know, you know. 75% let off, 90% let off. So that's why I think you know, trust is a big thing. So 
but you know, shoot shoot all the bows. Yeah, and also if you know you have to kind of make the decision of you know you're making a hell of a purchase. So you know, even though you might not want to spend the money, you know, go shoot all the mid range bows. Shoot yeah. them all. Just shoot, shoot the mid range bows. You know, if you're already a hunter and you're going to be buying a bow, it's like, you know, you're not going to go right. cheap on your rifle, right? You're right. a hunter. You know what you want. So just buy the... That is true. Buy the flagship bow that you want. You're going to spend the money regardless, but you're going to shoot that bow. Right. And you're going to like it. I would say if you're not a hunter and you want to get into it because of YouTube or social media, because, I mean, let's let's be honest, man, YouTube and social media glamorizes it like, oh, it's the cool thing to do, you know, if you're if you're able to look at it like that. So if you're just doing it because, hey, it looks cool and you're not sure you haven't got your feet wet yet, buy a mid-range bow. Yeah. Don't, don't spend yeah. the 1000 or $1,500 yeah. on yeah. a bare bow. Yep. You know, I mean, there's tons of good bows out there. I mean, after my first bow was a, a bear charge. I mean, my old lady bought it for me, man. I was like, you know, I'm busting birds and whatnot. I want to try bow hunting. She's like, for Christmas, she was like, hey, let's go buy you a bow. It was before we were married and whatnot, separate money. You know what I mean? So she bought it for me. You know what I'm saying, bud? But, yeah, uh, <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. So, uh, you know, and so I went and I got this, you know, I would say it was a lower mid-range bow, but man, I had so much fun with it and it taught me how to shoot. Shot my first deer with it, right? And it was like, it was such a fun experience. And man, I still have that bow and I'll never get rid of it. It was my first bow, right? I want to be like 30 years from now going, yeah, that's my first bow. So I'm going to keep it. But you don't need to buy the flagship if you're not sure yet. Yeah. You don't. So if you spend $500 on a bow, like a mid-range bow. I mean, what what's an icon? Well, what's an icon I, cost now? I don't know, but I do know like the Hoyt the Hoyt mid-range package. You know, you could pick the, up the whole bow for like what five hundred dollars with yeah, everything the, on it. Generally, five to six hundred bucks. And what the, the Hoyt Ignite? They yeah, the okay. that, I don't know if they it's called that anymore, but yeah, that's the one that Carl shoots the uh, orange and black one. Yeah. It has orange camo on it. Yeah, you even know? even like if you're if you're a, a woman shooter or, or a, you know if you're doing this for your daughter, like the carbon rose. From yeah. Bowtech or the Eva Shockey, isn't that what that one is? Yeah, that's that's just a that's a bo- it's like a carbon icon that's yeah, that's poundage you know. and whatnot. It actually has a roller guard instead of the slider. Yep. But I mean that's it's still a good bow, but But know, for the guy that's a hunter, I would say if you're yes. gonna hunt with it, yeah, go buy if you just got, drop yep. the coin, mm-hmm. you know, and if you want to know about price point, you're just be expected, you know, to, you're gonna spend two two thousand dollars. With, with your full setup with yeah. kick-ass stuff, and you're just going to have to do that. But the cool thing is is that it's going to last you yeah. also, you know, for a while. We actually just went over this with Evan in our last podcast. I mean, you buy it once and you cry once. It's kind of like optics. You know, you afford, you buy the most yeah. afford, or you buy the, the most expensive optics you can because you want them to last, right? So same thing with a bow. If you buy a, a flagship bow, that bow is going to shoot good as long as you maintain it. It's going to shoot good for years to come. I don't know. And that's what I wanted to get. And I forgot to ask Evan that. And I mean, John, you could probably touch in this. You've been shooting bows longer than me. A flagship bow of three years ago, right? Like how much better are today's bows? Like a Triax, right? Triax. My, my Triax is what, three years old? That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. how much better does the the VXR shoot than a Triax? You know what I mean? I, I Obviously, don't even, you don't shoot it. I don't it, even know yet. You haven't, haven't shot it, but. I haven't got my hands on it. What I'm saying is so. that I guarantee you. You have to be an experienced yeah, shooter I, to like really feel know, the difference. Some of the gadgets on it may be a little, you know. Yeah, I, what do you? I, I, don't I, know. I would agree with you to a point. Yeah, but I mean, being, I don't know. I'm talking being a ass, new so. shooter, I I got the um, 
Hoyt RX3 Ultra. Right. Three years after the Defiant, and I love that thing. I can tell the difference in that bow. But you also, it draws easier. Right. It, it's it's quiet. Now I'm talking. There's no shock. It's, that it's that's why I'm bow. saying that. But that's what I'm saying is because you are an experienced archer. Like you can tell the difference as a new guy. You a new guy might just go, "Oh, that was a little bit harder to pull back," but they don't understand what they just pulled back. See, but I still consider myself a new guy because well, I don't even have the knowledge that you guys have. But, but you're understanding what yeah, you're working dude. with. You're feeling this feels good. You know what the difference between bad and good is now. Right. If we went back to that first day with Matt and he had me shooting Matthews, Botech, right. everything else, it all felt the same. Yeah. And I went back to what you said. This Defiant was black and red with black and red strings, and that's the reason I got Dude, it. Dude, it looked cool. Because it looked cool. Yeah, it looked cool. I go, man, I could dress this thing up. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I, I, mean, may, I, I may not hit the target, but I'll look good doing it. Yeah. It's just I, like with the Triax. You know, I know how that bow is supposed to feel. I know how it's, you know, it, it's just like everything. You know how it feels exactly where it's supposed to right. be at whatever your draw cycle right. is. And it's like if I pick up your bow tech or something like that and it's like, oh, shit, you know? Right. Whoa, what was that? Or, well, if I, or if I shoot my Hoyt and it feels like, you know, it's trying to dislocate my shoulder. Sounds because, like a trampoline spring. Boing. Yeah, it's, you know, my Hoyt tries to kill me. Yeah. But, I, you know, that's just the difference in the cams. Well, that is true. So, I mean, back to back to the equipment aspect of it. Yeah, I think that if you can afford it and you're going to hunt with it. Buy the best stuff buy that the you best can. Stuff you can. Don't be stupid with it. Yeah. Just buy, you know, buy the good sight. Buy the good quiver, buy the good arrows. Buy I would, I would without a doubt, spend hours on YouTube just researching the bows yeah. that are out there and listening to people because you could learn a lot by listening to people. If they're listening to a, a podcast, if they're listening to this right now, they're more than likely YouTube guys or gals that are paying attention and watching people talk about stuff. They're doing, you know what I mean? Like guys that don't listen to podcasts, or you'll lose them in conversation. It's right. like, well, right here it's, you know, the three of us, we all shoot a different bow. Right. So. Absolutely. A different manufacturer. So. Yeah, and, and we all like what we have. We like. all like what we have. Right. See, but also with that, so when I first got into it and started meeting you and, and wanted to start hunting, I was looking at what you had on your bow. Yeah. So I went with the Trophy Ridge React Pro. Why? Because yeah. JP it. had it. JP you know, swears by that side, you know, too. And, and I love it. JP has a wall full of... You Antlers know, because of that sight. <laughs> I was shooting a whisker biscuit, and I talked right. to you about a fallaway rest. It's like, yeah. You're, so I went with the Hoyt fallaway rest. And yeah. you like it, huh? I mean, I, I think that comes with just shooting with buddies that you trust or you believe that are doing the right thing, right? Right. And I think that's the most important thing throughout this whole thing is that you can go talk to the guys at the bow shop right. and, and do your research. But if you have somebody you trust in the talk archery world, yeah, talk you know, to them. Start talking to guys, you know, if you if you get the chance to go down and you get to shoot those bows and everything like that, a lot of times, too, if there's a range there, they're going to have things going on in there. Just kind of observe and maybe talk to people if it's not like a special event yeah. or something, you know. Um, I know, I know, like... Uh, most everybody's friendly. Yeah, in yeah. archery shops. Mo yeah, so. I, would, I would argue that the majority of them are. I mean, obviously, people are people, and some people have bad days, right? So... Just kind of keep an open mind, but if you're going to buy a bow from a shop, I would expect that that individual that's selling you that bow should be giving you all of their attention until the purchase is done, yeah. and and even after that, because they they should be working with you, making sure that you're shooting when you're shooting that bow that you're shooting it correctly, right? Stance is everything, form is everything. If you're shooting a bow that you think feels right to you and you're shooting it all wrong, 
like your form's wrong, you get in a correct form and then you're like, whoa, that don't feel right. Well, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and just like a mechanic, once I think once you find somebody that work on your bow that does that, like your previous guest, right. Evan oh, from yeah. Archery Geeks, you know, he's the only one I would trust touching my bow besides John. Right. And you I'm know, telling and, you. And he would do that exact same thing. We'd go out into the range. He'd go fire it a couple times. Yeah. This, that, stand this way. You yeah. know, your, Let, your release you. is wrong. Mm-hmm. Let's figure it out. And that that's like we talked about it when Evan was out here. And, it was, you know, I would have days off work or whatever, and I'd go hang out with him in the shop. And he would literally coach me through shooting, right? I mean, he would, hey, you know, pick your chest out a little bit. Keep that keep that release. Clear. You know what I mean? He just, he's picking yeah. me apart because wasn't he like a coach? or Actually, yeah. They, the, all those guys are all coaches. We're, we're, you know, they were certified. Evan, Evan's probably still certified because he works at a. Evan's right. actually Carl's teacher. Well, there you go. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, so there if, you go. If you're purchasing, a, <laughs> if you're purchasing a bow, the individual selling you the bow should be able to at least teach you how to shoot it, it right. And, and watch and, out for the shop that tries to sell you the stuff that you don't need. Now, some of these shops are going to get a little pissed off. You know, people hearing this shit, but they need to quit doing that to people. Right. You need to sell them what they want, not right. what you think they need. And there's a few shops, one in particular, that I won't go to anymore, even though it's really close to my house. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I would rather make the drive right. 50 that, miles south. Yeah, you know man. what I will say? I think things that may have changed for the better, just an FYI. The only reason I go in there is to see one person because I, I trust that one but person. But I think things are going to be better. I've got the word from that same person that things are better. So, well, maybe we'll give it a try. Listen, so we'll ba- just, we'll, basically we'll, what these we'll guys are... Yeah, because, we'll, because of that, because I always said that I would never set a foot in that shop. Well, John's got a shop in his garage, so make sure you uh, DM him and he'll work on the boat for you. <laughs> <laughs> right here. I mean, I'm looking right at it. So uh, anyone that needs tuning, make sure you reach... <laughs> no, no, no. no. We, that, we, that, that ship sailed. And it's strictly friends only now. So, and that's one but, reason I stayed loyal to Faith. But Armory. you know, maybe we'll have to go in there together. I think because so. I. Do you think they're ready for that though? Well, maybe. I don't know. I was in there because I were, like I got, having a hard time with me one time. Yeah, but they, things have changed. Yeah, I've been told, yeah. I've, I've got like guarantees that anyway, we're getting away from our. Just we don't need to. You know, we're it, not here to bash. Also, anything. real quick before no, we dive no in. Bash. Yeah, no, 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 no I yeah, I know, but I before I started. Just well, you'll bash him, but I no, also want to add. Well, wow, you guys are really <laughs> going after it. Just no, real, no, we're just friends. Okay, all right. Hi. This Hi. is friendly banter. Oh yeah, it's good so, stuff. Just but, uh, if you do purchase a new bow, and because that camaraderie aspect, you might be doing this solo or only with one friend that shoots, and you guys are kind of bouncing stuff off each other. Uh, I've always been open to shooting with new people, so I know this is kind of a little. You know, basically, make sure you reach out to us because I shoot all the time. John shoots all the time, and uh, we do have a little community up here in the Temecula area. And you know, we may not have a shop here any longer that we can or a range that we congregate at, but we have areas that we're we have areas we can go. And under special circumstances, we can get an invite out to a certain place. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's everybody's. You know, it's kind of a closet community. so yeah. to speak, you know, we'll just, Hey, you want to go shoot? Yeah, let's go shoot, grab a target, go out to a field and right. take care of business. Or we go over to what, what do you think? Our special friend's house. Let, let's get back onto the question. Yeah, let's, but you, you had actually talked about you shooting a whisker biscuit. That's how I right. started. You started oh, yeah. out on yeah, the yeah, whisker I was, biscuit. I was going to add on to some of yeah. that stuff. And see, because I always thought the, I'm a photographer and the way I approached that too was 
I want to get back into it. So I'm going to buy this model. It's not the middle model. It's not the top model. Right. If I stick with it, then I'll start investing in it. Mm -hmm. So I jumped up to the next camera and I said, you know, this was their flagship middle one. Said, if I stick with it for another year, I'll go ahead and spend the money and get the big boy. Right. And I have the big boy. I did the same thing when I approached archery. Now, is that, that's just a person, that's a personal choice, correct? I mean, that's not like, or is that like your tendencies of doing it? That's my tendencies of doing it because I don't want to go out and spend $2,000 right. on something I may not like. Yeah. That's and then, that's, and then I'm stuck with sure. it. So, so, so if this particular person is, is going, I don't even know if I like archery. Right. I wouldn't go two, $3,000, have top of the line, everything. Well, ha, that's why I said like two grand. To. Two, you know, honestly, it's between seventeen and two grand. You know, by the time you add everything yeah. in, and they have different levels on like the rest. I was going to add on the whisker biscuit. Now, if you're, you're if you're a hunter that only just you know shoots say two arrows a year, right? And you know, whisker biscuits fine. You know, you, your bow only comes out during hunting season. The rest of the time, you don't see it. You know, it's fine. There's no need to put hundreds of dollars worth of equipment on your bow if you're not going to shoot it. Yeah. That, but, and that you know, is like true. on on my bow, you know, I mean, I that rest is like two fifty or three hundred dollar rest, and you know, three hundred dollar sight. Yeah, it adds up. But I you, mean, it's it's like for me, man. But I, it keeps working too, and a lot of the the higher end stuff yeah. has lifetime warranty. Yeah, it does. So, and that's the whole thing too. The the guys that are listening, guys and gals that are listening to this, is you know, you could easily throw a thousand dollars in accessories. I mean, a doinker setup, a full hunter oh, setup, three hundred fifty bucks. Even, and you know, that. and that's what I'm saying. So you, you throw a full, and not to say everybody needs to shoot a full sidebar and a front bar, you can get away with the front bar, you know, yeah. quite a bit. And they're just throw a bee stinger. We're yeah, talking about or, stabilizers. But, yeah. We're on way, stabilizers. So. You can, you can dump all kinds of money into these bows. That's why John is saying like, if you know, you're going to hunt, just dump the money just because the all money. of this stuff that you put on, you will transfer to another bow for the most part, unless you damage your bow you run it up whatever you yeah. know what i mean it'll last you it'll last forever and i mean it's good quality you know, stuff just remember this is an investment you're investing into this so you can continue to hunt this isn't just like you right know, you know if you want to hunt it's an investment it's not a hobby i would so so also when you if you drop back to the mid lane <laughs> mid-level bows i would still say throw a little bit of money into your site like if you throw what is 160 bucks you can get that react five not yeah, pro. You, you can get a nice sight yeah, for you, in the hundred fifty dollars. And that, and that will you, you basically you set your twenty up and you set your thirty. And if you're brave enough to set your forty, if you're good enough to set your forty, you set your twenty and your forty. But that thing will just be dead nuts out to sixty. And that really, when you know your sights on, it allows you to be a better archer because yes, you're not worrying about you your have pins the confidence being wrong. knowing right. that you can look at whatever that target is and that arrow is going to go where that pin yeah. is pointed. And that's why so. I really like that re that react series. I really do. I, I do. I mean, I dig it. It works great for me. Yeah. It's, I've noticed mine's getting kind of banged up since it's been back from Utah. I got the fiber optics. Right. Oh, out. your level's gone. Oh, yeah. I lost the level <laughs> in the woods. I don't even shoot with a level on my bow anymore because well, it's gone. It, it, <laughs> I, I shoot the same thing. On my Ultra, I have the React 3. Right. So you yeah. set your 20, 30, 40, and your 40 is the floater. Oh, it okay. does. Oh, it you, does float. Got, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where yeah, that's good. Yeah, that, 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 that's like yo. It's Brian's uh, black gold or whatever that thing is. Oh, he has like a five or seven pin. His, yeah, but his, his is a floater. That his, bottom he, one floats. Oh, does it? Yeah, yeah. they oh, make a seven okay. pin. 
Yeah, okay. Like yeah, he has like a three and then a then a single. But I had a single pin Sherlock that I spent the money on, and I I didn't like it, so I went it's back to the React. Right. Yeah. yeah. Simplest, like being simple with a bow is also something as a new archer someone should cherish right like if it's simple you'll be a better archer because we're i know we're talking about single pins and floater pins and all this stuff and and that's when you start to get into the technical side of stuff and there's room for air and that and there's always room for air right i mean let's be real i mean i've, I've seen I'll, you shoot yeah we'll throw flyers all the time but if you have a mid-range bow and you throw that react five uh trophy ridge react five on it I think it's a five pro. Anyways, that'll get you out to 60 yards. And once it's dialed, it's you, dialed. It's dialed. You know, and then you just literally, I mean, form comes first. If you're, if your form is all wrong, you will be yeah, all over the target. And you're like, man, it's 25 yards and, or 30 yards and I can't hit a four inch circle. And it's, it, you know, you really need to slow down, drop the poundage in your bow you know, make sure if you're a new archer, you're not shooting a 70 pound bow. If you can keep it at 60, like, you yeah. really need to get your yeah, reps don't, in. Don't buy any more bow than you need to. Yeah. You know, it, if you can't pull a 70-pound bow, don't buy a 70-pound bow. Well, or if you can pull 60, then buy the 60, you know, because they do come 60 to 70. Right. And so just start it low. and Because, but you, you were, you were. Yeah, but you have the perfect story. Prime example. What what did you start out on your draw weight, and what are you up to now? Uh, started out on 40 pounds, and now I'm up to 60. See? Yeah. So all my bows are 50 to 60. Yeah, I don't think I need to go seventy. I wanted to just because you guys did, but right, I'm not out to prove a point that I can draw that much weight back. Right. Well, no, I mean, but then and then going back to what you said on on right. starting and starting from the ground up, um, again, John Dudley with all this free content, in, in yeah. content and instruction has a series called the School of Knock. Yeah, and he takes you from your stance to how to grip the bow in your hand. To how to draw back, all the way through. Right. I think there's 12 lessons in that school of knock. Oh yeah, there is. Yeah, and it, it's, it's grip, check grip, it out. And I'll tell you that school of knock. It the main thing that I would probably say the most people, if you're new to archery, they'll just grab that bow and just squeeze it to life, like squeeze the life out of it. You know what I mean? They'll like as oh, a yeah. whole. I don't know it, how many times John told me. Yeah. Relax, relax. You got to relax. relax. You, you got to let Quit that choking thing. that bow out. Yeah. You got to let that thing just float, float in, your in your hand. hand because it's, you know, or you're going to. It's gonna, torque driven, or you're, man. Or you're going to end up torquing it. Yeah. You're going to, you know, you're going to shoot. As soon as you release it, you know, you're going to push it left or put, you know, however you're squeezing it. That's mm -hmm. the way your hand's going to go. And then you get a little panic, you know, in there. And then, you know, who knows where it's going. Yeah. Then you shoot it through paper and you got a nine inch tear. Yeah, it looks, like, <laughs> looks like a damn tiger clawed the paper. So you know, so I mean, there, there's tons but, of stuff for new archers. That there's so much content out there. John Dudley's, a, a, yeah, is an asset to anybody, even like anyone that is questioning what they're doing, regardless if you're experienced or inexperienced. You know, just watching the school and knock. It, it's always good. It's kind of like hunter safety, man. I I'm a I'm a huge proponent of dudes taking hunter safety again, because what I mean, what do you got to lose? You know what I mean? You're taking it again. Well, you always got to brush up. You always well, got to go Well, that's what back. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. it's like, it, 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 you know, so to, to go back and I do that, I actually go on YouTube and like just watch stuff. I, I'm a big YouTube guy, so. I think I've been through it three or four times because he gives you something to work on after the first one. Right. And so each episode, each thing he goes over, there's like a drill to do for the week before right. we release the next weeks. And I, I still do it. I don't. All right. So let's reiterate. On 
what the guy's question is. So basically, start at your local shop. Start asking questions. Shooting yes. bows. Um, if you don't like what, you know, start moving. You know, start, just Google it. I mean, if you're over in Orange County, South Orange County, and then you go into San Diego County, I think the first shop you're going to come to is, what, Willow Creek? Yeah, there's Willow Creek, and Performance. Performance, San Diego. And then and the, the one that the I've always recommended, the Bow and Arrow Shop. Bow and Arrow Shop um, over in... Lakeside, yeah, it's in Lakeside. In Lakeside, Bruce down there, and that and, look, that's the guy. You know, those that, are those are all three great shops that'll do you right. So yeah, I, I would um, definitely. And they all have between the three, they have pretty much most all the bows. Yeah, you know, that that you're gonna all all the big name, all bows. the big name ones. Yeah. If you guys go into like Bass Pro Shops up there in Rancho oh, Cucamonga yeah. or any of them, you, you'll run into uh, Diamond. The yeah, diamond bows, which is a Bowtech. It's uh, basically a Bowtech. It's a Bowtech uh, mid mid level. Yeah, um, you'll run into Bear up I, there. Uh, if you want to buy from Bass Pro and you don't know, I mean, I guess it, that's kind of like uh, all up to you. I'd recommend going sticking to a pro shop. Yeah, I would recommend the same thing. After learning and going in there, it's yeah, really stick. not specialized. Right. Yeah. Trying to figure find a nice way of saying that they don't know what they're talking about right. sometimes. But well, you know, it's retail, you know, it, it's actually, it's all retail, but a pro shop at least has somebody in there. that's going to talk you into the, the bow that you want. Right. You know, that's, you know, that's the other thing too. get what you want, not what they want you to have. So that's key. That is key because it'll make you, honestly, it'll make you a customer forever. Well, it, same it thing. Really in, well. Yeah. Same if, thing in buying a car. You want a fast car. You're not going to walk out with a, Ford Escort. No. Right. No. You're absolutely right. You want what you want. So you shoot what you want. What what so, so did we get did we answer all of it? No, there's one there's a couple there's more that I want. Okay. Yeah, I want to dive into a couple more. Is uh knowing what you guys know now, and this is a question for both of you guys. Knowing what you guys know now, obviously you, you know, you're you're not shooting a thumb release, are you, bud? I shoot a thumb release and I shoot a back tension release. Okay. And John you shoot the the wise guy. Yep, the uh, Spahad wise guy. Yeah, so do I. So, knowing what you guys know, what do you recommend a new guy to start out with as far as a release? Because everyone's different, but knowing what you know, what's the easier? Well, I would start with a you know a wrist strap one. Like is that and that's you? Because that's what I've always yeah, shot. With but I I wouldn't necessarily recommend the wise guy to. The brand, brand new guy. Well, Maybe, that, well I guess if you turn, you could turn it up a little bit so it's not so sensitive. So basically, the wise guy is uh, basically a, a Timmy trigger. Kind of, yeah. It's a drop in, basically, yeah. <laughs> it's so a drop Timmy in. Trigger, yeah. <laughs> Should but, go off on you real quick. Yeah, I have mine set kind of sensitive. Yeah, so. same with me. But, Bud, what about you? What, what See, are you think? This thinking? is where I would differ from you. If I had the choice, I would have went back to a back to a tension release. See, I, I, because I just don't like those. It's a personal thing. Right, personal. So. But yeah. it's taught me how to pull through the shot right. more, which is... Again, instead of slapping. Right, instead of slapping the trigger or having panic. Yep. You know, it teaches you to... Focus. To focus, use those yeah. muscles. And if you're not pulling back right, it's going to be harder to go off. Right. Well, see, that that... That's exactly why I wanted to ask this because as a new individual getting in, these are this would be a question that, you know, they need to hear answered by multiple people. So make sure you ask your pro shop that. So you're basically saying a back tension would be the one that you could go back to. 
I use the, the knock-on silverback. Well, I mean, you're ro- you're rolling the knock-on <laughs> shirt that's right now. Like, that's for like experts. You got you got your yeah. license. I know. Plate. I'm just kidding, but no, um, well, that thing's not cheap. But yeah, the wrist. No, it's know, not cheap. The just a regular release, you know, wrist strap, you know, with a right. trigger on it. Um, what's that one brand? That? I can't remember the name of it right now, but it's it's like the one that a lot of new shooters use it. True, true glow. Oh, true fire. True fire. True fire. Yeah, I have three. Yeah, honestly, I'm. I, you know, I start out with a true fire. And yeah, then, I mean, you can get it, them relatively it's inexpensive. One those, it's one of those things that you just have to like. Oh, hey, you know, you try it. You know, and that's where a pro shop comes in because they can lay out all those releases and you can try all those releases. See, and that's where that question came in was because I I sometimes wonder like where I would be if I would have had a back tension or a thumb release. Oh, I thought about. It. I was like, you know, you know how much better I could shoot, but it's like. I don't like that stuff being, but I think it's 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 what works for you because yeah. I started out with the trigger release and you start as a new archer you start following all these different pros. So like Cam Haynes, for instance, shoots a trigger right. Yeah. Shoots a wrist. John you, Dudley, he shoots, he it. shoots his knock to it, a thumb release, or he shoots the silverback. See, I I like the the thumb released idea. Because I've seen, I've never, I've watched I, a lot of those uh, go off premature. Well, yeah, I uh, yeah, I <laughs> got an arrow in the neighbor's yard because it went off premature. I just, I like it because I feel like the way you draw back, the grip you have on it in your hand is different from the pull it's, of the wrist. Release. You're 100 percent correct. It's totally different. Yeah, when I first bought it. I went to go pull back, and I was pulling back with the wrist strap at, at 60, and it's like nothing. Right. And then you go to that two-finger and try to pull it back, and you're afraid of that thing slipping off. So much harder to pull back. Right. I had to drop my bow down to like 50 pounds just to get used to it. Really? <laughs> See, I, and this is all stuff that, you know, I don't even really know because I've, I've shot a thumb release one time, and it was TJ's, the old owner of Faith, Faith Armory. And I, I shot it once, and I was like, man, I don't like that. He's like, do it again. And at at a certain point, I was like, whoa, that, I mean, that, that kind of is kind of cool. I mean, obviously, draw length. I'm a big, long arm dude. So it was different. But I feel like if my bow was set up proper or his bow would have been set up properly for me because I was shooting his bow, I think I may have liked it. You know? Your bow does need to be set up different for it. Your right. D loop needs to be a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. Because I went to go try my wise guy again. And it's like, how in the hell do I do this? It just <laughs> felt so foreign. Did it? I couldn't find my anchor point. I, I yeah, because I got that's so used. Yeah, everything changes when you change your release. Everything changes, yes. and I mean, it will change your whole setup on your bow. I mean, if you switch release, you'll you'll start shooting left or start shooting right or high or low all of a sudden, and you'll be like, "What the hell's wrong with me?" It's like yeah, you change your release. On? Well, anchor points change. Time to plug the <laughs> the master John Dudley <laughs> is all three of his releases: the hinge release, the back tension release, and the thumb release are all made the same way. So there's no difference in your anchor points. Hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, it keeps uh, you buying this product. Yeah, well, absolutely. Oh, I want to try that. I, I don't have did. to change nothing. Trust me, I spent enough money for that. Yeah, yeah, we know. We, we, we know. know, Budley. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what, um, let's dive into, uh... So it's... Uh, Where are we at on his question? I hope he's... Uh, I mean, yeah, we're just going through the equipment aspect of it. That's basically yeah. what he was asking. Was, okay. He was just asking, you know, where does a guy start getting out? Like, what, And we've covered bows. We've covered sights. You'll just start meeting new people once you get into the... Once you get into the shop that you like. Yeah. 
and you feel like you're being taken care of, you know, you'll start meeting people and, right. you know, people will be offering suggestions yeah. or help or anything. And, and don't, don't be shy. Make sure you go to your local archery ranges like Oronco. Yes. Uh, you well, once you get your bow and yeah. everything like that, people will start inviting you, Hey, come shoot 3d. And you'll be like, what's that? And then it's like, Dude, well, that, it's practice hunting. It is. So, and, it, and it's really the best way to get accustomed to shooting in the field. And that's really the only way outside of actually hunting because the angles are the shots, the distances are the shots. I mean, me and John on Travis's shoot this past weekend, we went and we, we shot through like, what was it? A 65 yard or 70 yard bear yeah, was, with like a two foot window, 30 yards shot, in front of you. Shot over a lake into a little pygmy elk. Dude, which it was, was pretty cool. I mean, it's super so. cool, but it, it's just more realistic. You, you know, you get bugs in your eyes, all kinds of stuff. And if you're, Oh yeah. If you're trying to, oak there, a little stick yeah. nettle I saw. If you take it serious, then it's yeah, and, more realistic. And beyond that, the, <clears throat> the experience of it and, and the people you meet. Yeah. It, it's it's amazing and it I mean, really it really shows you i'll be honest with you bud when you go to those shoots it really shows you that you do not need the best equipment to shoot well no, you I don't agree. there was guys there that were shooting extremely well with mid-level bows yeah and so, well, that brings me to my thing is that you can buy accuracy and by that by that i mean you can spend all the money in the world on all the best equipment but you cannot buy consistency exactly so right on a shooter is going to take anything and shoot well with it and yep. you know as long as they're consistent and that's the thing they're consistent so you if you're getting into archery you know, it doesn't matter if those guys are shooting 500 dollars yeah, bows you know it means absolutely nothing you know they're you know they're able to kill stuff at absolutely 70 yards and it and it so, we we shoot with but, yo it's brian from seh yo uh, Brian maribel anyways yeah, brian maribel. he uh he, he's he a cool kid yeah super cool kid he's been he's shooting with Bo-tech us lately he bought a brand new Bowtech uh, something. Revolt X. <laughs> yeah, like flagship bow, right? I mean, it's a top dollar and bow. we're helping him get dialed yes. in and stuff like that because he, you know, just kind of needs that. You know, he, he got the bow, got set up, and, you know, now it's kind of up to him. But he really just doesn't have anybody up here. Well, now he has us, but, you know, we're showing him the ropes. Yeah, we're taking him in and getting him the reps. And that's what that was going back to what John had said. That was, you know, you can buy accuracy. And he told, told Brian, dude, you... You got the mo- one of the most accurate bows out there. Yep. Like th- I mean, this thing is not going to fail you if yep, it's set that, up right. That bow's not going to fail. You're right. going to fail the yeah, bow. Yeah, you're going to fail the bow. And that and that just all ties back into that saying of, you know, you can buy accuracy, but you yep. can't buy consistency. And it's so just like those guys that buy those $5,000 1911s. Oh, yeah, I got this, you know. Yeah. Got it. That's badass. I'm like, oh, I see you shoot it. And you're like, it's all over the place. And you're like, ah, this piece of shit. And I was like, oh, let me see. Her. Like, pop, 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 pop. Damn near same holes. Like, man, that thing's nice. And they're like, how'd you do that? And I was like, bro. That's just shooting. Just basics. When you're a shooter, you're a shooter. And well, it takes it, time to become a shooter. It's practice, practice, yeah, it's practice, practice. I mean, think about it this way. When we had Animal League, we were shooting. Who knows how much Was shit it twice we- a week? No, it was no, once, a, once week, a week, but we were always but we were shooting every day because we had a shop, and so we had an indoor range to go to. I mean, every rainy day, we're, we're in, in there shooting, there. we're in yeah. there shooting, in there shooting, and then well, you me, know, me and Carl were in there at least yeah. two or three times yeah. a week for yeah, Saturday, an hour or two hours. Saturday, you guys would spend you know half a Saturday down there, four hours or whatever. Yeah. I was telling John, I tell him all the time, dude, I missed that place. It was fun. I missed oh, I the miss shop. It. it was like my playground, dude. It was it was a good place. It was fun. It was. It's to, it's a shame it's gone. Yeah, just the conversations you have, the skills you develop. Well, I mean, that place holds something special for me because that's was mine and my son's place. 
Yeah. You know, we had that, that time that we have so many great memories as father or son in mm-hmm. there. I mean, you know, animal league was great. I oh, mean, we're after each other all oh, the yeah. time. Good time. And people don't know, but I talk pretty frank to the little fuck. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, so good stuff. Carl. Yeah, pretty come on, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, you pretty know, good stuff. Like That's, that time he, he shout out my, um, nocturnal knock. He thought that was the greatest thing in the world. I'm yep. like, dude, you know it just what? cost me 30 bucks. That kid had the potential. Well, he still has the potential to, he just has to focus more at it. I, I know he can shoot. He is a he shooter. Just has yeah, to. I'm proud of him. I mean, he came a long way. Oh, yeah. He was That's taking lessons and, and. Well, it's just like those other shoots we were doing. And, you know, I was like, I know you can do this. Just remember your basics, focus. And then he could. Na- he dude, can ring it. His ability to naturally. <laughs> yeah. um you know, gauge the yardage. He Oh, yeah. He was that? within, like, the yard of yeah, everything. Yeah, with everything. He would go, that's, like, 77 yards, and you'd range it and be, like, 76 or 78, and you'd like, be, like, dang. damn, dude. Every time, I was like... Right. I was like, he has... It's that instinctual the, range. Yes, he has the power. Well, he's the a power. smart kid. I'm, he is super you know, cool. Me. I like Carl. He should have came in. You know? Should have had him come with us. Well, maybe then if I come back... Yeah. Yeah, you, come you guys want to talk to we him? We got Bud and Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey. How's it going? He goes... Fine. Fine. <laughs> no, he'll probably put on his Xbox voice. Oh, gosh. You mother... I'm going to beat up your mom and take oh, your groceries. And- yeah. No, that kid goes bad, man, sometimes. Oh, gosh. I heard him go off on this one, dude. Okay. Oh, little <laughs> Xbox the- keyboard You should just uninstall right now. Oh, yeah, gosh. Yeah, he told, told the guy, at least I'm not 40 years old, living in my mom's basement, playing with a bunch of teenagers. Yeah. Get a fucking life. I'm like, dude, don't cuss. <laughs> He's 16. Get him back in life. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny All stuff. Right. So I don't know where he gets it from. Yeah, I don't either. I have no idea, dude. So where are we at on the question? Have we got I'm, to the... Have we answered it at all? Yeah. The, the, he I actually, know we've we've taken quite a long well, path to answer it, but... Dude, you gotta, you gotta it's sit through podcast, it to get so you gotta it. It's the podcast. You gotta listen to get it. Um, hold on. Oh, okay. He, there, he, anyways. Another question is... Uh, from the same dude is buying used or new. We didn't really cover that, you know, for, if you know where the bow comes from and you get it inspected, yeah, it's not a bad if, option. If you have a buddy that's selling a bow, you know, you can still go down to the pro shops, shoot all the bows. Um, if it's a used bow, that's, you know, obviously or older than a year or two old, you're not going to really find that bow around to shoot, to get a, uh, a real opinion of it. And the problem is buying a used bow too with all the mods and everything, the draw length may not be set to you. So you're going to have to take right. it to the shop anyway to shoot it. Don't buy a bow from somebody that isn't set up for you because you're still going to have to spend the money to get it set up. Yeah. So, I mean, unless you want to go down, you know, with your buddy and go down to the shop and have it set up for them and then shoot it, you know, go ahead, buy it. It, it never hurts you know, to ask yeah. those guys if they know of a bow that's being sold either. I mean, we all know dudes that sell bow. I mean, Christian from Dark Mountain yeah. just sent us a text for, what was it, not 900, 900 bucks? bucks for his RX-3 Three Ultra. Ultra. Yeah, if anybody's looking for RX-3 Ultra. I mean, that well, I wish take... I would have known about that last year. Uh, well, no, it just that, happened It was like, <laughs> this dude, week. It, yeah, this weekend it came across. But that, you know, everybody that's pretty much in the, indus- or in the industry or shoots bow or whatever knows somebody at some point selling a bow. So if you just do a little research in a bow shop. Yeah, if you find out the bow's not old and very old, yeah, hell yeah, go, yeah. Look, go look at it. At least go look at it and shoot it. Take it, it down to the shop. and. Is there good places to look? Like online for stuff like that that you would trust over, um, say, well, the recycler or... 
something like that. I, why can't I think of anything right now? There was uh, uh, the the the, for, the one forums, the archery forums. What it's archery heck? talk. Yes, archery talk yeah. has all kinds of stuff for sale. And if you, you if, know, and it's pretty reputable. Yeah. I've sold bows on there before. And, and this this is the thing with forums. It's kind of like schoutdoors.com, right? So I'm gonna plug them a little bit. If you're if you're a member of them and you're in there and you're talking and you know who the people are, generally speaking, the individuals that are there and they're selling stuff, they're not gonna steer you wrong. Like yeah. if it's a new member that comes on and wants to sell a bow and he's posted one time, you might want to think twice about it. And a lot yeah, of these forums, it's kind of like an eBay, you know, you don't yeah. want somebody selling this Hoyt and you know they want a hundred bucks for and that, it. And they say a, it, they say it's 2019 right. carbon bow and it's just like it's not, it's Chinese. And yeah, it's there's it's, Chinese carbon or something. It's just that type of stuff. But I mean, so you say there versus like Craigslist. Yeah, I mean Craigslist, you're going in blind. I mean, I'm not saying don't do it. Sometimes, you know what I found on Craigslist too is like guys that bought bows like in the past from the shop, and you would find out. I was like, hey, I know that bow. Right. I <laughs> And they're selling it on Craigslist. Yeah, they're trying to dump it. Right. Because they're, they're moving or something. Or, I would, or the government transferred them. You know, Craigslist is, is sketchy. Uh, if you're going to buy a Craigslist bow, definitely meet up at the, the archery Police shop. Station. Well, oh. whatever. The archery <laughs> shop. Make sure the serial <laughs> number's on it. You know, literally make yeah. sure the serial make number's sure you're on buying, it. Make sure your bow that you, you're looking at or want to purchase used has the serial number not scratched off. Or ripped off. Or ripped off. Because it's, it's sticker. like a sticker, dude. Some of them are stamps. Some of them are stickers. Yeah. So so make sure that. I mean, you can. eBay's. I know people sell them all the time. But, you know, a lot of the time, uh, you know, it's like sold as is type stuff, you know. So you don't really know where it's come from. Uh, if you're going to buy a used bow, I would just go ahead and say. Yep. If um, it's used local. Yeah. Uh, take it to a shop. Take it to a shop. And have them check it out because it could be blown up and you know you don't want those limbs come apart right you know when you pull that bow back it's it's a hand grenade essentially mm -hmm. in your hand and it can go off and it can remove your eyeball it can right. cut you open it can probably kill you if it came apart wrong so i also i also know bow bow shops do do don't they do consignment i want to say they do some, some do, will do consignment. Some don't. i know they didn't used to do it down here just because they wanted to push new bows. new bows right obviously yeah but, you know, you'll also have another good option is, uh, you know, they really don't drop price too much on bows. You know, like sticker price is sticker price. But if you get like a second-year-old bow yeah. that's been sitting the whole time and they want to let it go, maybe they'll work with you a little bit. Start educating yourself on yeah. what the bows are and everything in the time of the year. And then, you know, the, you know, you still have the power to negotiate. After it gets to a certain age anyway, they're, they're going to be able to. Yeah. They're going to be able to push it. So, I mean, if, you, if you're going to go for a used bow, obviously do your homework in summary, yep. right? So, just do your homework. Do do you know what you want to get at that point? Because if you're trying to buy a used bow for your first bow, you really need to know what you're getting, right? So, you want to shoot a lot and go try out the bows and ask around. But um, I would I would obviously say your first bow, just go your, just buy brand new. You might as well. And then touching on equipment for this gentleman, what about arrows? We didn't talk anything victory. about victory. Well, I was just thinking about that. You know, victory arrows. If you uh, if you like to eat food, victory arrows. <laughs> if you like to eat meat, victory arrows. Uh, <laughs> no, in all reality, victory. Uh, we, me and John, we shoot VAPS elites, right? So that's the the top of the line elite micro diameter yeah. arrow. But arrows. But you, you can know, get the gamers. You you don't have to spend a lot of money on your arrows. Honestly, I mean those things. They're all straight. They're all gonna fly good and. Um, Especially for the entry level shooter, you don't need to be spending fifteen bucks an arrow. 
So Yeah, you're probably going to break it. Yeah, and you're going to break it. And that's the other thing, too, in this trade, or not in this, I guess, in the archery world, is that you are going to break arrows. And it's just the fact of it. And you're just going to be spending lots of money on arrows and arrow parts. And, and if uh, you get into archery hardcore and everything like that, Buy the equipment to fix your own arrows because yeah, that'll in the save lo- it. it'll save you in the long run when you mm-hmm. can do your own arrows. But I'll tell you one thing that uh, you can't but, you can't fix an arrow after hitting. It's called the carbon killer. That <laughs> that without a doubt will teach you how to shoot, or you'll go broke. Yeah, you know. So I mean, John is right. You really don't need fifteen dollar arrows. You know. You know. You know. Save that till after you've. You've got really out. confident and everything like that. It's just like when you buy ammo. You know, you got your range ammo. You know. Yeah. For your your pistol, you, you practice with, you know, you got your cheaper arrows, but then when hunting season comes along, you got your special hunting arrows, and you know, you, once you get your bow set up for that, that's what you shoot. But once I shoot I shoot those all year round. Well, but I mean, yeah, but I we've mean, been shooting for. Ever. I know, but that's you know, for the new guy, you don't need to necessarily spend the money on the arrows. Right. The arrows today are all they're all good, yeah, regardless all nice. of they the fly straight. regardless of the straightness and everything like that. And the only person that's really going to be able to tell is a target shooter that's you know, shooting for money all the time, basically. Tim, Tim yeah. Gillahan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like those guys. And those bo- those guys are like harmonic tuning their bows. Yeah. You like, know, so those are the guys that see that stuff and they but, center spine their arrows. And I mean, you can geek out on arrows and do it yourself, but that's yep. just part of archery. If you really fall in love with archery, yeah, you're going to end up yeah, doing you, stuff like you that. You get into the science of it and everything like that, and you can read for days and do experiments and everything you want. And it's, you know. It's awesome, dude. If you're ever bored, just dive into archery. Yeah. you, you will. Uh, well, I've done that with arrows. Trying yeah. to get the right arrow to work with Yeah, the when I drop my draw weight and getting that react to work. Right, you have to be shooting a certain speed. Oh yeah, yeah. You, know? you have so to. There's a, there's a science behind building arrows. Or I, like, I love building arrows now. Or building Frankenstein arrows. I don't recommend you know because of safety. Yeah. But, you know you're using somebody else's inserts or outserts on their sh- on somebody else's shafts and you know trying to make the perfect combo that you want. You know. But well, that's how the that, four fletch came about. That's just geeking out on yeah, stuff. Or dudes. or it's just like what the kids used to. Evan Jared used to glue the fletchings all over the damn arrows mm-hmm. and, you know, try to put the fletchings on the front or, you know, yeah. or put them in the middle, you know, all kinds of weird things. They would just do weird Or even stuff. five or six or six. I don't know. I remember they, they fletched all the way around the arrow one yeah. time too. But it, I mean, you could just do all kinds of stuff. So just basically uh, at the end of the day, make sure you're shooting bows, trying before you buy them, right? Yep. It's and, just like uh, everything, you know, you're not going to run down and go, oh, I want that rifle, you know, and you're like, you don't have an idea how it shoots. Right. Right. I mean, you know. I, well, you, some guys do. The first oh, one, that one. Typically, then, if you've never shot right. a rifle, you end up buying a rifle. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. you I feel like it's different. You but. wouldn't buy a car without test driving it. Right. So exactly. Go down to your pro shop and shoot some bows. Yeah. Shoot the bows first. Get the idea. Do a little research. And, you know, because it, it is a big purchase. So like it. Yeah. Li- you know, don't don't buy it if you're not going to like it. You know. Yeah. If it, you know, if it, it, you think it shoots like shit, don't buy it. Yeah, without you know, a doubt, don't buy it. Don't feel pressured to you buy know, it. Buy the one that fits you. And, yeah, and anytime, like I said, if the pro shop, if you don't feel like they're catering to your needs or anything like that, go somewhere else. Yeah, I would say yep. go somewhere else. I mean, the only thing that's going to happen, those guys are going to lose a sale. So it's in their yeah, best interest to treat you right. And there's enough archery shops over there on that side. You know, I'm not, 
there's a few in Orange County. I just don't know what the, they are. Um, I wish Evan. It was a perfect question for Evan. Could answer that. Yeah, he could answer that for sure. Orange County. Yeah, I only know of one. Was it High Tech? Yeah, High Tech's over. There. I think you have over they're there. in Fullerton or Fullerton, but there's some there's some other ones over there too. But I just can't. I just. I mean, either way, just you know, I don't really go to archery shops too much anymore. Um, if I need it, I just buy it and I do the work at my house. But that's me. I'm yeah, not the average. A, I'm not yeah, the average different. archery guy. So different we got a shop up here so it's it's totally different but you got anything else bud uh, no you think you're good told your story pretty yeah. much go ahead and give yourself a plug yeah so what do you mean well whatever so, you know talk about you your know weird little tiktok thing and you're your phone i'm not on tiktok bro oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh i, I said right. it's what a rabbit it? hole you can fall down pretty quick well, I'm, right. don't you have any social media or whatever? Well, I do have. Um, He's got his <clears> photography. Yeah, photography. It's Frontline Images on Instagram and also Facebook. Okay. Frontline, all in one word. Nice. Okay. If anyone listening is uh, has any questions for a new art for a new archer, go ahead and hit him up. He, he'll point you in the right direction. He's probably going to just uh, point yeah. you towards knock on, but. That's good. Well, there's nothing wrong with knock. No, there's not. Yeah. Listen, I've I'm admitted it. I've watched it numerous times. I like John Dudley. I think he's a great dude, and I'll continue to watch him. So will I. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks, bud. Appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. Thank you. We're out of here. Coming by. I love your show, bud. Thanks for coming in. 